Ho, 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 and welcome to our Christmas special. Every show's gotta have one eventually, so we figured, why not season two of We Ship It? Today, we break down different interpretations of Santa and Mrs. Claus. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Season's greetings. I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to We Ship It, the podcast where Devin and I rant about our favorite and not so favorite couples of all time. As it is the Christmas season, we wanted to get into the spirit and talk about a holiday couple. And who is more holiday (laughs) than Santa and Mrs. Claus themselves. Not only that, but we also have a guest watcher. Yes, I figure I will introduce her because it just makes sense. Uh, She is the woman, the myth, the Christmas legend, my mom, Yvette Schmidt. Welcome, mama. Yay. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here with two of my favorite people on the planet. We love you, Mama. We feel the same way. We do. And we're so excited to have you with us. I wanted to invite my mom, obviously. And yes, haters, you can feel free to hate. I'm a mama's girl. I invited her because she is literally the reason that I'm so obsessed with Christmas. She always made Christmas so special for my family growing up, whether that be with all the decorations, the billions of cookies, or our annual trip to New York City with my grandma. Shout out to Nam, because these two ladies are my Christmas gurus. And Seamus is saying hi, too. So say hi to my dog. Um, But yeah, so welcome, Mama. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. So, So we figured Santa and Mrs. Claus are pretty quintessential Christmas we are going to be focusing on Santa Claus is coming to town and Santa Claus, the series with Tim Allen. Um, We're going to be comparing and contrasting and bringing in other depictions. Um, This episode is all about Santa. So let's (laughs) go for it. Are we ready? We ready. All right. So Santa Claus is coming to town. What is it about this film that makes it a classic? Well, I mean, I'll go first. <laughs> I um, I think it's a classic because one, it's that claymation that, you know, we love so much, but also it's just a really sincere film. So it's a kid's film, no doubt. And all the Christmas films of this era hold a special place in our hearts because of their childhood nostalgia. Um, but I think that this particular one is one of those Christmas movies that really has something deeper to it um, in its at its heart. But I think it's kind of one of those Christmas movies that has something deeper to it. Uh, and that's why I really love it. And we watch it every single year because it hints at something that's deeper than just a story about Santa Claus. You know, you have some Christmas movies today, like The Christmas Chronicles, that incredible film. I love the film and I'll talk about it later. However, it's just a story. But Santa Claus is Coming to Town just kind of hints at something deeper in the meaning of Christmas. And that's why I think it's an everlasting favorite. What about you, Mama? Uh, this film just brings me back to my childhood. The clay animated Christmas movies are classic. Mm-hmm. Somehow mm-hmm. these clay figures have captured our hearts. We know they aren't real. And yet they weave their way into our mindset and make us true believers, just as if we were children again. The way they describe Santa and Mrs. Claus's relationship is believable 
and sweet, romantic, and timeless. It's very Aww, true. That is very true. I love this film. I love Me all the too. claymation ones. They're my favorites. The Frosty. We got Rudolph. They're mm-hmm. all very good. Yep. So moving on. What messages does this story tell about how to live life? Sure. Um, <laughs> I think it would suggest that we should l- live our life with love and compassion in our hearts. We should give of ourselves all that we can, Yeah. which is what the whole movie is all about. Mm-hmm. Chris Kringle gives the kids, you know, his whole heart and mm-hmm. wants them to be happy, gives them gifts, yeah. and then they give their whole life to the cause. Which is great. And I love that that's like the whole meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. He like, he sees the inner depth of each person and gives them something that means something oh, to them and sure. then they change. Sorry, Devin, I know it's your turn. No, you're good. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. For me, one of the biggest messages that isn't even an underlying one is the idea of giving a little love. Um, yeah. The idea of when you take something, you pay it forward and give it back in some fashion. Mm-hmm. I love that message of paying it forward, especially around the holiday season baking cookies and giving some to your neighbor or paying for the person's coffee in the drive through line. Um, small little things like that mean the world when they add up all together. Um, if, and if everyone followed that mentality, there would be a lot more peace and joy in the world and especially more love. We need more Chris Kringles, man. Let me yes, we need more Christmas spirit in Agreed. general. As a whole, like whole year round, we need to have that kind of spirit. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, while the character development might not be superb, Jessica quickly grabs our hearts. Why is Jessica the perfect candidate (laughs) for Mrs. Claus? Well, I think, you know, even though she's cold hearted at first, which she kind of is, all it takes is an act of true love for her to uncover her truly wise and courageous and loving self. And I think the reason Jessica's so good for Chris is because she supports him in everything and in like a really good way. Like freaking Chris mm-hmm. Pringle has obviously so much to do because like Christmas <laughs> and Jessica just supports him. She bails him out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, is courageous enough to do that, to stand by him in these moments. Um and I just think she's a really good candidate for him. And she's a little bit of a hippie in this film, too, which she I is. think someone like Chris Pringle really needs. <laughs> she's just, that one song where there's just a psychedelic, like, colors behind her as she's, like, spinning around in circles. Like, oh, my gosh. I love it. Mom, what do you think? So, yeah, I think Jessica has all of the qualities we would want Mrs. Claus to possess. Mm-hmm. She is sweet kind and caring she loves chris with her whole heart i think she is right to follow chris on his mission oh yeah and give up her old life that no i mean hey well that's the next question too sorry no but i didn't mean to jump ahead um so as hard as that is i think her whole heart wanted to follow him Mm -hmm. jessica doesn't make me feel as though it was a sacrifice Mm -hmm. at all I think this is what makes us love her and connect to her as the perfect Mrs. Claus. She is selfless. Yeah. And I think that's what you need to be as Mrs. Claus. Yeah, like, that's, if, if you're going to have one character trait, I feel like that's That's what it, it needs to be. Yeah, <laughs> you, for sure. you need to be selfless. You need to be courageous and you need to be able to walk with Santa. So moving on to our next question, because that was a good segue. Um, 
So Jessica selflessly gives up her old life to join Chris on his mission. Did she make the right move? And would you say that you would be able to do what she did? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, (laughs) she's Mrs. Claus. So of course she made the right choice in (laughs) some fashion. Um, However, she goes from being a school teacher to this vigilante on the run kind of deal. I know. (laughs) And she gives up her entire life to follow him. And while he is Kris Kringle, that's a huge pill to swallow for any rational thinker. Um, Good thing she ain't rational. (laughs) (laughs) What I do like is that she grows in her love for kids. She goes from just a school teacher to now being one of the caretakers that brings happiness to all the boys and girls and not just her own hometown, but the entire world. That's huge. And maybe in her mind, this mission um, is so much more than just herself. Um, it's bigger than just me. This is something that I can bring to the world in a sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Would I be able to make the same decision? I really don't know. I feel like I would be hesitant, um, but only high risk reveals high reward. So I don't Mm. know. Like, I think she, I think she risked it all. She risked it all. She did. She she made out in the end. Um, So she ended up making the right choice. I think it depends on the case. You know, I've seen people completely give up their lives for others and that sucks because they give up their true purpose for um, their person. However, I think Jessica wasn't living the life she was meant to when he found her. Yeah. I think she found purpose through Chris. Through him. That's what I was going to say. You know, it's, it's clear that when we meet her, she's not fully satisfied. And it's Chris who helps her to find her true potential. And mm-hmm. I think that's a different kind of giving up your life, which we're going to talk later about another person who gives up <laughs> no, their no, no, life. No, no. And I don't think it's for the right reasons. But no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> it's more of she gives up the lifestyle that was just keeping her surviving for one that will actually help her to thrive. Which Especially in that kind of town where their mayor is like, <laughs> Burgermeister. I man. love Burgermeister. A yo yo for me. <laughs> All right. So moving forward, what is it about their relationship that stands out and should go down in his story? Oh, that's beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> Marm, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, their love for each other um, is true. Their giving spirit for children and families is just there. They live in the way that Jesus taught us to. And to me, that makes their relationship stand out. Yeah. And that's so important with someone who's representing Christmas. This is something I mentioned before. Like, there's something deeper about this movie that they always acknowledge. Like, that moment in the woods where they get married. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot the of first the, Christmas. Yeah. A yes. lot of the Christmas movies you see, like just don't acknowledge that piece to it, which I think is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that for, for one, Chris is an exception, exceptional human. He just loves every person, which is like she said, living out Christ's mission. So that's a really great representation of Santa. Um, and then Jessica, for one, is courageous and she aids him in bringing joy to the world. So they're just a freaking power couple, I think. Um, but yes. So <laughs> Devin, did you have any last words for Santa Claus is coming to town before we move on? No, I think we've really, really covered it, covered everything. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome. We All didn't right. talk about the, um, the, the winter. 
Oh, the winter oh, warlock. Yeah. warlock. Well, so both How of he them, melts his heart. Oh my god. And that's another thing about Chris being so exceptional. The moment where he gets the train, he's like a choo-choo. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're so cute. And it just speaks to like Santa's giving nature in yeah. general. But I love him. <laughs> had to had to mention had the winter to. warlock. Give oh, him a sure. short give him a shout out, you know. Um, but so now we're we're switching gears a little bit. And obviously there are multiple interpretations of Santa, but we pick these two because they're really impactful. So the next one we're going to talk about is, well, we're going to compare the two and then we're going to move on. Yeah, to and, and also we Santa pick these Claus. two specifically just because we have the animation, the claymation. And we also mm-hmm. have um, the Santa Claus's um, Disney's take on the Santa Claus story. So. I do. I love. And then. So we were actually watching it the other day, and the first one is from 97, and the second one is from 2002. I know. That's it's a, a huge, huge jump. Span. It's a huge jump. I remember, that really is. I remember going to see it in the theaters, the yeah. uh, number two. Um, Which is interesting, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. No, I for some reason, I didn't grow up watching the Santa Claus too much, but the first one is so, it's so sweet. Like it's my favorite. I I like the first one. It's my (laughs) favorite Christmas movie. Well, okay. Now you have a chance to tell us why Devin. Yeah. yeah. So the the next question is what similarities do you see between these two representations? So you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Devin. All right. I mean, clearly there are some necessities to the Santa Claus persona, but I also noticed some other overarching similarities as well. Um, Like Jessica and Carol, for example, um, both are in the education business, um, which I don't know if it is just a coincidence or what, but I think it's pretty cool that they're both in that education role. Um, I mean, we want to see, we want to have a Mrs. Claus who take partakes a little bit of that persona wanting to reach the kids and that. So I, I see that. Um, we also have the jolly old St. Nick. And while Mickey Rooney um, plays a more joyful Santa Claus, Tim Allen plays one with a lot more wit and sarcasm, which doesn't surprise me at all since it is Tim Allen Tim himself. Allen. <laughs> I love that guy. I know. Merm. What do you think? um i love the first one the second (laughs) one for me i just didn't feel the second one yeah and so i think like if we're talking about specifically similarities and this may have been my issue with it they're both about santa and i think that that's where it ends because i think it's interesting one that there are so many different kinds of santa in classic films there really are if you look at any of these claymation Mm -hmm. ones um you know like you have in rudolph which i don't really like that santa to be honest with you he's kind of a (laughs) jerk um you have uh the year without a santa claus which i'll talk about later but i love elf I, i know elf too um but you know tim allen santa is not outrightly caring in nature. The role of Santa falls on him, and that's what, what changes makes his attitude. Stand out for me. I understand. He's, he's that. someone that wouldn't have normally have t- have taken that position, but right. he has grown into that. Which position. is which is beautiful in itself. But what stands out to me about Chris Kringle is that he becomes Santa because mm-hmm. he is kind and Correct. loving. He in embodies nature. Santa. Yeah, and that's what that is. What that's why he becomes Santa. And, you know, I find more differences in these two than similarities. But as far as their relationships, um, 
I kind of also feel that way. They are both in the education business, like you said. Um, however, I feel like, and we're going to talk more about this later, but Jessica gave up her life to join him because she loved him. Carol joined him, I feel no. like, because she was under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. And we'll talk more about it <laughs> But there was, the, only, the good thing about Chris and Jessica is that there was no pressure on them to marry. They did it because they felt like they should, which was mm. a really good thing. Um, but moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on to the next one. Why does Scott decide to use up his entire reserve of magic on Carol? Was it all for love? I think <clears throat> it was literally because he was going to lose his magic if he didn't. Um, he had a lot of wooing to do in very little time. And I think they had an attraction. I will give you that. The sleigh ride, very cute. He was uh. giving to her, very cute. Um, but I'm just going to come out and say, I don't think they were in love. I mean, they had one date. And that to me is such a struggle. But Merm, what do you think? <sighs> Devin, you can defend yourself. <laughs> um, I think he liked her. But I didn't. And I, you know, I'm one that can fall for the love at first sight. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I felt that. I mean, I think he wanted to see her happy at the yeah. Christmas party. I think it was a failing Christmas party and he felt like he had to do something. And I think that was from the heart. But I, I don't know how much I see the love, the deep love between them. Right. What do you think, Devin? You, you can respond. <laughs> <laughs> so I, and I don't necessarily have um, a whole lot, but um, <laughs> for, for me, I just, he saw someone who lost hope and yep. he wanted to provide her with some kind of hope. Um, and I mean, that for the first interaction when they are just battling it with the wits um, because of Charlie being on the naughty list and being uh, defacing the school property and that kind of stuff. Boo, so, Charlie. Um, yeah, I know. Poor Charlie. Um, <laughs> what happened to Charlie? But you get that first scene where they're, where they're both kind of at each other's throats. Um, so I love the breakdown that they get throughout the process where they go from being enemies to being more, bonding over Charlie's um, their need to want to repair Charlie and help him become a better person. And mm -hmm. then Tim, and then Scott, I'm sorry, I said Tim because it's Tim Allen, but Scott um, sees Carol as someone who also needs that hope, who also needs mm, that little that. spirit. She lost it when she was younger and she's just accepted. I see that. But hopeless. I also think he does that for a lot of people. And I don't necessarily see it as a romantic thing. I think I think he only sees it as a romantic thing because he has to, because he's got to mm. marry someone. But I get that too. There is pressure on both ends with Scott and Carol. So I do understand that, but I, I don't know. I feel like it just kind of fell into their laps and they weren't expecting it, which is mm. kind of what's really cool in my, in my regards, they weren't expecting this to happen and it kind of just, just did. did. Yeah. yeah. I, I see that. I do. I do see it, Devin. Okay, next question. What's your favorite moment of their relationship? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> there are 
too many for me. I told you guys this was one of my favorites. And I love the cliche, <laughs> cutesy, cutesy nature of the sleigh ride scene with the hot cocoa. That is very Snow cute. is falling and hearts are melting. But I also <laughs> love the joy of the faculty Christmas party when Scott gives the adults the joy of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he, Again, he sees people who are lost and just don't, their eyes aren't open to what's supposed to be happening here the spirit is gone in their lives and mm-hmm. he wants to re uh, breathe new life into them so um that moment also leads to their first kiss underneath the magical mistletoe that just happens to appear above them so like i said i'm a sucker for these guys but um you guys can also <laughs> you have any moments there any more moments yeah i think have. the faculty christmas party was my favorite um yeah. Because he was so giving and Mm -hmm. like you said, he was giving the gifts to the people in the audience and they were like kids again. That was really cute. That That was a cute moment. (laughs) That was a good scene. And I like, I like that he sort of saved her from a failing party. Mm -hmm. I liked that. Yeah. So that was a good moment for me. It showed I, he cared about her. I love when he shows up to her place and he's like, you want to go for noodles or pie? And she's like, that's your envision of a date, like noodles yeah. and pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, well, I can drive oh, you to your party. And she's like, well, God. why don't you just join me? <laughs> can I just say that scene where he goes on that date? Oh, my God. The most embarrassing moment in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> the date that's set up for him and she's oh singing. Oh, my gosh. Singing. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I would not be able to. I'd be all right, guys. I'm I'm sorry. I gotta go. <laughs> that poor girl put her heart out there on the line. She tried. <laughs> all right. With that being said, there's a lot that Carol has to sacrifice in order to become Mrs. Claus, as this becomes one of the main conflicts in the third film in the trilogy. I know you guys are already defensive. <laughs> so, do you We're think this is the? I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the case um, in love and relationships in general? That there's some form of sacrifice involved. This is the bad giving up my life for someone that I was talking about before. Yeah. Now and. I'm sorry, because they they do have cute moments. They really do. But if we're comparing her to Jessica, I think she had a great freaking life. She was a great freaking principal. And she gives up her thriving life for a guy she just met. That is scary to me. Whereas Jessica was like, she was like, giving up her terrible life in somber town to like go with someone she really loved, <laughs> which they also, they also only met a few days before. Correct. I, I won't say, it, but and he does grow a beard after a while. So it shows time passing time before they passed. get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Or but, it could um, just be that Santa spirit. It could be that he grew that beard real quick. But, uh, <laughs> Herm, what do you think? So my answer might surprise you. Oh, I kind of like old fashioned when it comes to marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think in marriage, you both make sacrifices. Mm -hmm. I think it's necessary. Uh, When you are joining two lives as one, things have to change. Mm -hmm. They have to somehow have a give and take. Right. There's two people. So you have to do your best to support each other. And maybe at different times in your life, you know, one, one may sacrifice at one point. And then years later, for instance, my husband moved to Virginia. <laughs> so I got a new teaching job. Yay. So 
you know, I sacrificed earlier on. My career kind yeah. of took a hit so I could have the life we wanted. So I think marriage is just give and take. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. I will. I just think I just think they weren't right for each other. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I where they're concerned. Yes. Devin <laughs> But help us. What do you do you have thoughts that you want to share? Or so you, I so you say that she left a good life. And I I envision that I think she left her hopeless life like she left she her cold life like i think when she, when we first meet carol she's a cold person yeah, okay. um so i, I think that. he helped open her mind up to what other possibilities there are you you are a great principal don't get me wrong but you could also be so much greater okay i'll i'll agree with that i just it's a little far-fetched in my head yeah. but it's a Santa Claus story, so who yeah, am yeah. I to freaking say? Um, next question. Do you think... Okay, another one that we're going to be talking <laughs> I about. know. <laughs> this is the first time I think Devin and I have disagreed this intensely. I'm sorry, I Devin. Yeah, I guess there was another one that we kind of were on. Had a little tiff. I forget it wasn't. I think this one is definitely a little bit more. A little that, more, yeah. a little more. But <laughs> Surprising on. that it's Santa Claus that we're I fighting know. over. <laughs> we're like arguing during this magical episode. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> next question. Do you think it was the pressure of ruining Christmas or you wrote this question to set me up, man. <laughs> Do you think it was the pressure of ruining Christmas for her or her love for Scott that made Carol say yes to marrying him? Who wants to go first? So I know exactly what Stephanie's going to say and we've already be hint <laughs> been hinting at it, but I think that her initial reaction was for love. I mean, sure. There was a little bit of pressure, Maybe uh, maybe a lot of pressure because there were like four hundred elves staring Christmas at her. Was, uh, <laughs> Christmas was in the the hanging the balance. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Carol would have fallen through with it if she didn't truly love him. I mean, there's no way. Um, when we first meet her, like I said, she's a strict, sharp, cold principal who doesn't allow her heart to interfere with her logic. Yet, at the end, we see this transition. She allows her heart to take control of her life and not mm -hmm. think about what may happen. She follows with her gut mm -hmm. against all odds. And that is why I believe she said yes out of love and not out of pressure. She allows her mind to go in the back end and be like, okay, hey, I'm going to fall through with this. I'm going to let go and see what happens. I mean, it could hurt me. It could be a blessing, but I'm going to just let go and let this take control my mom's laughing at me already because i'm choking bit my thing is this i want to see this marriage in 20 years that's what i want to see these people who barely know i don't even think their temperaments are very good have you watched other. the third one no i haven't which okay that so maybe may, the third one will help the third one may mesh i don't know it, it might it might show you that you were right it might not i don't know i'm just oh saying. devin's being he's being all vague here well Merm, what do you think about this i mean i don't know how pressured she felt i feel like she kind of was like all right yeah why not i'll be mrs claus like yeah but i don't know that it was like totally for love mm-hmm I didn't have enough moments from them yeah. to really get a sense of their relationship. So I guess that's where I'm struggling with 
the second movie. Mm-hmm. I get that. It may also be what Devin said. We didn't watch the third one. So if anyone out there wants to yell at us and uh, send us an <laughs> angry email about Tim Allen, Santa Claus, please do. We deserve it. Yeah. Um, but moving on. Yeah, yeah, moving on. What are some of your other favorite depictions of Santa and Mrs. Claus? The classic um, Christmas film. Can't look at mine. <laughs> I'm trying to see my mom's notes. All right, mom. So you go first. okay. For me, one of the best Santa films is Miracle on 34th Street. <gasps> one I of love my it. favorites. I know it's older, but how classic and what a great Santa. Mm. Um. I loved that one. You're talking about the original one, right? Not the not the remake. The original. No, yeah, the original. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the one I loved was with Natalie Wood, but I think there might have been one earlier. Okay. But that's the one I'm referring to, the Natalie Wood one. Mm-hmm. I love that story. Oh, it's a like great totally story. love that story. And I mean, this isn't a Santa film, but. It's a Wonderful Life is a oh, classic. <laughs> it's so good. Classic. dying right so now. So good. You classic. talked about both both of those sh- both of those films. We I did when I was in theater at the high Get school. Out. So those yes, two are did. those two are both special. So yes, good, I, remember, Devin, yes I remember Devin. I remember. Appreciate it. But <laughs> Love okay, that. so I I took this a different way. I didn't bring up my favorite. Actually, I did unintentionally. I didn't go for my favorite. Um, Christmas movie off the bat. That's not what I was thinking of. I was thinking of my favorite Santa and Mrs. Claus depiction and it actually mm-hmm. ended up being my favorite Christmas movie. So I don't know why I brought that up, but there you go. Um, so my favorite depiction of Santa and Mrs. Claus is from the year without a Santa Claus. I I freaking love Mrs. Claus and how like she sees that Santa is, he's sick, but he's really just being a wuss and like feeling down. And she's <laughs> like, I don't care. Like I'm going to help him. And she sends the elves to go like cheer him up and find Christmas cheer in the world. And she does what she needs to do to get Santa's butt out of bed. Mm -hmm. And I just, I think that is a great depiction of their relationship. That is what Mrs. Claus needs to be is someone who goes up to Santa when he's feeling down and be like, pull yourself together. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think that was one of my favorites. Devin, do you I have I love one? that one It's too. great. They're great. Yeah. So the one I, I will say, I hate Rudolph. Now you might say Rudolph. The, like know. the old claymation Rudolph? Yeah. Well, so I love Rudolph. Love the movie. But that Santa is so prejudiced against Oh, you're talking Rudolph. about specifically the Santa. Not yes, the, yes. Uh, okay, got it, got it. And he's not just a downright jerk. Yes, he's mean. But Devin, I'm sorry if that was yours. I'll cut this out. No. (laughs) What was yours? So I don't necessarily have a favorite representation of Santa, but one um, Christmas classic that we haven't mentioned yet is the Charlie Brown Christmas. (laughs) How can he not go through the holiday season without watching that one? The Christmas branch. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Emmett Otter too. Emmett Have Otter's you seen Emmett Otter? No. You need to see Emmett Otter's jumping. Oh, Devin, Christmas. you are missing. It out. is oh. the guy who made the Muppets. He made it, and um, it's really, really bad, but it's really good. Like we watch <laughs> it every single year, which we didn't watch this year. We should zoom with Nam. Yes, and watch it. Oh, cool. Um, but definitely watch that one. It's good. Um, okay. Now, and if you guys, uh, listeners, ahead. if you have any of your favorite Christmas movies, please share with us and we yes. will be happy to add them to our list. We love Christmas. Please mm-hmm. reach out. But moving on to the next question before our final one. Uh, what is your favorite thing about the Christmas season? 
Oh man, there's just too many things to talk about. <laughs> I mean, there's the Christmas cookies, there's the movies which we just mentioned, the music, the decorations, the feeling of something special in the air, the excitement even as a snow. 25-year-old guy. Yes, yeah, no. The excitement of even as a 25-year-old guy waking up on Christmas morning to Pleasant. share the day with your family <laughs> and presents and ah, it's magic. Christmas is pure magic and it's inexpressible. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's just the bottom line. That's the truth. Love it. Mer, Christmas what is think? magic. Yeah, same thing. I mean, I am a Christmas girl to the point where <laughs> I got married and had a Christmas wedding. Yes, uh, she did. We had it all on Christmas wedding. We had Christmas trees and bows and carols. Our last song of the night was Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> and everything the singing baking cookies family time it's all it's all great. i love it and i'm gonna go in there and be cliche and say family i mean mm-hmm. especially just right now it's good to have people around like your family around and at least feeling supported by them it's something that i it doesn't matter where you are what's going on during Christmas time, it's just really important to be surrounded by those you love, like my mm-hmm. merm over here. Oh. Yes, yes, merm. Devin, lead us to the last question. All right, last question, as always. Do we ship it? And which couple do you ship above the other? And I know you guys are going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Verma. I mean, clearly Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa <laughs> Claus yeah. are my choice. Mm-hmm. No question. No question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. agree. Jessica and Chris all dang day. But yes, in general, I do ship Santa and Mrs. Claus. Not just, you know, we're not just talking about Tim Allen or Santa and, or Chris and Jessica. We're talking about all of them. I think Santa and Mrs. Claus are such like a great dynamic duo of like jobs happy people that just bring something to the season so i ship it in general but i prefer jessica and chris because they're just mm-hmm. so there's something so much deeper and special there about that than most santa depictions that are out there in the world but yeah. Devin, i mean how can you not ship these two i know um we'd easily be put on the naughty list if we <laughs> said otherwise <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold on Scott and Carol. They just bring a much needed breath of life to this couple. And I love their banter with each other. You guys might say otherwise, but (laughs) I've just grown, me personally, I've grown up watching and I've also watched the claymations and also uh, Santa Claus comes to town, but the Santa Clauses have been special to me. So that's why I chose them. Devin, so nostalgic. Okay, so now you know what we think um, about Santa and Mrs. Claus, which who could not ship them, honestly? Um, But Santa and Mrs. C are jingle bell rocking. Although that sounds awkward. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I meant that we love them. And I just want to say thank you for joining us, Ma. We love you. And we thank you for always, always, always making Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Um, it's It's just such a special holiday season. I'm so excited for it this year. Yeah. We love you, Mama Schmidt. And now let's hear for having me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm so excited that we were able to do this. Um, But now let's hear from a commenter. Here's what Jessica had to say about Santa Claus is coming to town. Miss Jessica is my name. So 
obviously I'm going to have a special place in my heart for her love story. What's so sweet about them is that she melts her heart with, he help, he melts her heart with a doll that reminds her of her childhood. That's the best animagic cute meat I can think of. Yes. I looked it up. Then she <laughs> sings my world is beginning today because she immediately, she's immediately in love with, but as a child, I could never get into this because of those weird psychedelic colors and shapes, as we already mentioned yeah. <laughs> earlier. It escalates very quickly from there. She goes from being a school teacher to basically a fugitive uh, because a stranger <laughs> gave her a doll. This woman gave up her career and moves to the frozen tundra for a man raised in the woods who does not know who his biological family is. It's all a bit much, but it's love. Then she moves to the North Pole and completely lets her body go and never sees her family again <laughs> <laughs> and loses her whole identity. It's just, I can't even be mad because it's one of the greatest Christmas stories of all time. True. We true, can't true, be true. mad. Um, no. I would give it all up for Chris Kringle too if I were. Hey, maybe it's right a, there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's a bell complex. She's tired of the dull provincial town and needs adventure. Maybe that's true. Um, I'm really going to fall into a rabbit hole here, so I'm going to stop myself there. <laughs> I love that. That was hilarious. <laughs> thank you for that perspective, Jessica. Yes, and I thank love you that. So much. Is it really your namesake? I mean, you obviously can't answer right now, but I love that that is because what a beautiful namesake to have. Yeah. But, okay, we got to move on. Oh, it's time to announce our next episode. Devin, Ooh. lay it on us. Okay, so our next episode is going to be on Hercules and Meg from Hercules. And we are going to have a special guest watcher tuning in with us as well. <laughs> Tune in to see if we are fans of the Zero to Hero. Whoop, whoop. Yes, and don't forget to send in your comments and tell us what you all think. We would love to hear from you this season. You can reach out to us through our social media platforms or email us at weshipitpodcast.com. Of course. And check out our website as well or leave us a review. Um, you all rock our world. Yes, you do. You better watch out. You better not cry. We'll see you after Santa comes. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Mm -hmm.